Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Thank you very much. This is a continuation of the single greatest witch hunt of all time. We have a rogue judge who rules that properties are worth a tiny fraction, one one hundred, a tiny fraction of what they actually are. We have a racist attorney general who's a horror show who ran on the basis that she was going to get Trump before she even knew anything about me. She used this to run for governor. She failed in her attempt to run for governor. She had virtually no polling. She came back and she said, well, now I'll go back to get Trump again. That is the former president in New York arriving for a trial, the, the lawsuit that's going on, accusing Trump and uh, the Trump companies of deceiving banks, insurers, and others by lying about his wealth. Do I question whether or not Trump inflated his own worth? No, I I don't actually. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Find everything at TonyKatz.com, would you? T-O-N-Y-K-A-T-Z. Go be a supporter. Would greatly appreciate it. TonyKatz.com. I couldn't tell you what he did on a forum. I couldn't tell you what he did in any sense of legalese. I'm talking about more in, in the general. I'm just uh, talking about in, in, in the general sense. Did he do this? Yeah, of course. I've run into a million people in my life. They all inflate themselves one way or, or, or another. Letitia James, by the way, is uh, the Attorney General of New York, seeking $250 million in penalties and wants to prevent Trump from doing business in New York. So the judge's ruling last week uh, was that he, his, his business licenses were, were gone. Nope, gone, finished, complete. If that's upheld, because of course there's an appeal, he might have to give up properties. Like he might have to give up Trump Tower as reported by News Nation. My God, they really do hate this dude. Now they're going to argue that he lied to be able to get loans and get favorable this, that, and, and the other. I would ask a, a base question, and, and um, this wouldn't be a condoning of a lie if indeed it took place, and I don't, I, this is one of those things that we don't have all the information yet, but is there any question that Letitia James did run on going after Trump? That's exactly what she's doing, and that's not a first. That is not a first. That happens often where people, you know, not knowing anything, they run on going after somebody. Let me give you one of the great quotes of all time. Congresswoman and anti-Semite Rashida Tlaib. People love you and you win. And when your son looks at you and says, Mama, look, you won. Bullies don't win. And I said, baby, they don't. Because we're going to go in there. We're going to impeach the mother. Mom of the year right there. Mom of the year. This is a great example of people going in saying we're going to go after a person. A very un-American thing to do. That is a Beria, Leventry Beria, who ran Stalin's secret police. Show me the man and I'll show you the crime. That's who Rashida Tlaib is. That's who Letitia James is. That's who they are. But even with this exaggeration uh, thing out there, I'm not saying there's not a a legal culpability. My question is, did he pay back the loans? 
just 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 as an aside, is there ever a question of him not paying back the loans? I mean, there's been questions about uh, the, uh, the Trump team that not paying this bill and not paying that bill. I don't know about not paying back banks. I'm just saying, even if he got favorable this or questionable that, or, did he pay it back? I mean, did anybody lose any money? I, I don't know if that has any effect, right? If, if, if you're fudging the numbers, you're fudging the numbers. But I'd be interested if he was then, you know, someone's going to make the claim that he was keeping the money as opposed to paying the bank back or, or anything else like it. But Trump was in form today. Trump was there and Trump was like, let me tell you what I think of Letitia James. Let me tell you what I think uh, of this uh, of this whole uh, fakakt insanity because it is uh, insane. Houston Best Law Firms, that's who represented them. The banks got back their money. Again, there was never a default. There was never a problem. Everything was perfect. There was no crime. Well, I guess he answered my question about the money. Maybe the banks would say it differently, but if you say that, that the, the, they paid them back, it's kind of easy thing to tell if you didn't. The crime is against me because we have a corrupt district attorney, but we have a corrupt attorney general, and it all comes down from the DOJ. They're totally coordinated. It's in Washington because I'm leading. I'm the leading candidate. I'm leading Biden by 10 points. And I'm leading the Republicans by 50 and 60 points. That's pretty much, they say, over. I never accept that, but they say it's over. This has to do with election interference, plain and simple. They're trying to damage me so that I don't do as well as I'm doing in the election. Our country's gone to hell. We have a country that's in decline, serious decline. We have a man running our country who has no clue, doesn't know what he's doing, and you know it better than anybody because you have to cover him. Now, of course, uh, Joe Biden has no clue. And yes, I'm one of the people who believes it is election interference. I am not opposed to charges being brought. Follow me here. But the charges that have been brought could have been brought any time in the last three years. You brought them now to do political damage. We see you. We know what you did and we know why you did it. We understand. I just want to take a quick look at the national polls. This is, I'm telling you, something is afoot. Strange things are happening at the Circle K. Thank you, Bill and Ted. If I take a look at, there, there, there are four polls over the course of the last weekend, if, if you will, the last weekend of September. There's the Morning Consult, New York Post, the Messenger Harris Poll, and the Insider Advantage Poll. In those polls, starting, if I go back, I see to the beginning of September, middle of September, Trump is in the 50s. But in this Morning Consult poll and this New York Post poll, Trump is at 63 and 62 respectively. He's up by like 52 points. It's crazy this was a debate survey conducted by ledger over the new york post 1303 people is 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 what they use that was the sample size i was trying to look for uh the margin of error i didn't have the margin of error on the thing oh 2.3 2.3 percent margin of error man that's that's a lot of people and that's a good margin of error 
but it's also an online thing, and maybe you see it a little bit differently. Trump 62, DeSantis 10, Haley 6, Ramaswamy at 7. The next poll is the Messenger-Harris poll, which is September 28th and 29th. This poll from Messenger, 1,615 registered voters, and the margin of error is 2.4. All right, not likely voters, registered voters, but go with it. Trump 56, DeSantis 11, Haley 7, Ramaswamy 8. Huh. In both those, Trump is, in, 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 in that poll, Trump is down from the previous two. And DeSantis goes up and Haley goes up. Then there's the insider advantage poll. Trump is still up very, very big in this. They surveyed 850 likely voters in caucus and primaries. Trump 50, DeSantis 15, Haley 14, a margin of error of 3.36. Now, I, if it's under four, I'll at least take a look. If I'm the Haley team and I'm the DeSantis team, I am cheering because what you just did was start the concept of separation. Now you say to me, Tony, it's just a couple of polls. I'm with you. I'm there. I'm telling you what they're going to do. Not necessarily what you're going to do. I'm telling you what they're going to do. There is no new polling right now in Iowa or in New Hampshire. But even in the last one, the one that ended uh, September 24th from CBS... It showed DeSantis up, and it showed Haley up. Haley in second place in New Hampshire. And then it shows DeSantis in that CBS poll, Trump 51, DeSantis 21, the first time he's gotten back into the 20s since um, April, I think it was. By the way, I can already hear you saying, Tony, it's not going to be Haley. I'm not saying it will be Haley. I am saying that her debate performances, even the second one where I didn't think she was as good as the first, it's kind of getting a reception. DeSantis is slowly making some headway. Trump is still ahead by solid margins. But you have to notice how the things are moving and and, and maneuvering. You have to notice. Just like you have to notice that Donald Trump has not been on the debate stage. And while people can argue he's afraid from now until the end of time, I argue it has more to do with these indictments. It has more to do with the election interference. And he, in these polls, may not be trending down if he had been in the debates. Now, you can agree with me or disagree with me about the trending down, but even if you were to disagree with me, you understand that I'm on your side here, that he should be able to participate in the debates because these things, if they were going to happen, could have happened a year ago and not affected the election. But this is purposeful to affect the election, and he is absolutely right to say so. Absolutely correct. And I don't think the people of this country are going to stand for it. If I weren't leading in all the polls, or if I weren't running, I wouldn't have any of these cases. I wouldn't be seeing you this morning. But I'll be seeing a lot of you. 
because this is a horrible thing that's happening to our country, and we've got to get it straightened away. So we'll go in and see our rogue judge, and we'll listen to this man. And uh, I think most people get it. People are getting it. I can tell you the voters getting it, because every time they give me a fake indictment, I go up in the polls, and that's never happened before. But this is a dis- Well, sir, with, with all due respect, no former president has ever been indicted before, so... You know that that had never happened before. It kind of goes with the with with the territory. Grace, and you had to go after this attorney general because she's turning off everybody from coming in. You know, I don't know if you should take a look at. I'm gonna stop right there. I'm gonna stop right there. This is exactly why I and you heard it. You heard it before I stopped it. You know exactly where I'm going. You know exactly. This is why he's not doing the debates because the debates can hurt him. This is why he's not doing the debates. They give me a fake indictment. I go up in the polls and that's never happened before. But this is a disgrace. And you got to go after this attorney general. I'm sorry. I should I should do what now? And you got to go after this attorney general. One, one more time, uh, Mr. President. And you got to go after this attorney general. And that's why he doesn't do the debates. Oh, you think... You think I'm just reading too much into that? No, no, no. I'm telling you how the left is going to spin that. You should go after this attorney general. He's talking to the press. That isn't how the left is going to spin it. And you got to go after this attorney general because she's turning off everybody from coming in. You know, I don't know if you should take a look at the outflow of business. Businesses are fleeing New York because of horrible, horrible attorney generals and judges like we have they go to other places where they can be treated fairly and with respect thank you very much everybody thank you and off he goes you better believe it i have said this has been my point from the beginning i get that we may disagree about it but i think the reason he's not showing up is because if he says something in the debate, if somebody hits him on something and he gives one of these kinds of responses, it's going to get used against him. He isn't able to maintain control of the moment. But he just said it right there. And you got to go after this attorney general. I, I think it's going to hurt him. Oh, you're inciting violence against the attorney general, are you? Well, the attorney general shouldn't have violence incited against her. The attorney general it should be noted, is a highly political creature who doesn't care about the rule of law, went after a guy by r- running about going after somebody, not not crime, just one person. That's That should be disqualifying in and of itself. That's not how it's going to be discussed. It's just not how it's going to be discussed. We all know it. So add this to the uh, number of, of things going on with Trump. I see trending in the polling, and the trending has Trump going down a little and DeSantis and Haley going up. Will it be enough? Well, right now, nothing is enough. But this is one of the reasons, as we've said it all along, bring on Iowa. Worry about the polling? Worry about, does it it really account for anything? Nah. Votes account for something. But right now, polling is all people have to tell their story. And you never want that story to not be in your favor. Haley and DeSantis can tell a better story now than they could just two weeks ago. 
And Trump, through these indictments and everything else, is really kept from running the race that maybe he wants to run. I do call that interference. This is Tony Katz today. I thought it was a good analysis from Mary Catherine Hamm when she was doing Real Time with Bill Maher regarding the double standard. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. She was with CNN. I don't think she's there anymore. Been long in the conservative movement. She wrote a book with Guy Benson, who's a radio host over at Fox News Radio. Nice person, right? I agree with her on many things, disagree on a few things. I think she does a very good job of of explaining things with a, a simple clarity that sometimes cuts through the noise to, oh, yeah, that, that's the subject. That's, that's what we're talking about. I think she does it uh, pretty well, actually, uh, on, on not everything, on many things. How, how, how about that? I, I, I like her. And she was on there. She's talking to Sam Harris. She's talking about double standards uh, with, with Bill Maher. Listen. The standard of evidence used for the Russia thing for three, four years versus the standard of evidence used now in media for Biden and Hunter Biden's shenanigans and mm. fairly obvious influence peddling is worlds apart. Worlds yeah. apart. And I would just like to, and voters deserve fairness in how these two people are treated. They do not get it, and they sometimes don't get yeah. it from law enforcement. Okay. And that's but, bad. Yes. I mean, that's absolutely correct. You've got two different standards that get utilized, and this is the problem. Sam Harris who uh, I, I think many people fancy as a, an, an intellectual. I, I'm not one of those people. His commentary is about Trump. The idea that we could throw away all rules and norms to keep Trump out of office is just something I find unacceptable as can be and certainly not the sign of a mind. Uh, he responds. There's a lot to untangle here, but the, I'll completely grant you that if, you know, if Hunter Biden had been Don Jr., if it had been Don Jr.'s laptop, everything would change in terms right. of the, the reception. And that seems like an unfair asymmetry. But the background reality is we have never had a person like Trump in our politics, certainly not in at the lifetime of anyone in this, in this studio. And he has, he has shattered every norm. I mean, we didn't even know we, how much we relied on norms. I mean, we're, yes. we're a nation of laws, right. but more well, important than the laws are the norms, like, like, like committing to a peaceful transfer of power when you're, when you're a president. Yeah, I, I don't even I mean, know that, people that are That was the most here. shocking violation of, of, of you know, normal democratic principles, yeah. I, I think, mean, in our I history. Agree. I agree. Now, you can argue that Trump violates norms. We can also ask ourselves, what is a norm? We can go down uh, the, the, the list. But even there, Sam Harris is like, okay, I get your point about the double standard, but Trump, but Trump is not a, a reason to change morality or decency. And this is the point that Mary Catherine Ham makes. I agree with you about the norms. And here's the problem. A bunch of people, including in the justice system, looked at Trump and said, He's going to bust all the norms. And you know what we need to do? Bust all the norms to stop him. And that is oh, a very, very all, unhealthy. Yeah. That is what happened. She's right. And the, the foe, oh, come on, Mary Catherine, from Mar and from Sam Harris, is, is not only dismissive, but proof that they don't really have an argument, but they just don't want to hear that. That's just a little too far. No, it's accurate. And you can add in there the New York Times, the Washington Post, media writ large as well, Mary Catherine. You can add it all in. We have to violate our standards in order to save the nation. Sure you do. Sure. But why are you still doing it? 
This is Tony Katz today. Fire alarm is not a doorknob. I didn't know who needed this message, but we've now learned how important it is to let people know that a fire alarm is not a doorknob. Glad we got that out of the way. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833-468-8669-833. Got Tony, that's the number we're talking about, Congressman Jamal Bowman, and I absolutely favor expulsion from the House. Let me be clear about this, and let me take on all comers on the subject, because they have been... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fakakta crazy. Out of your mind, ridiculous, crazy McGonuts on this subject. Let's start with what happened. This is all about the continuing resolution, which, of course, passed the House. McCarthy got Democrats on board and said to uh, the more conservative elements, if you will, uh, sorry, uh, I got to get this done. And then the Senate passed it. Biden signed it late Saturday night. And that's the whole conversation of uh, should McCarthy go? Is Gates going to file the motion to vacate or filing the motion to vacate, I should say? So as that continuing resolution is, is, is there to be voted on, here comes Congressman Jamal Bowman. Now, Jamal Bowman is a progressive's progressive. He's a member of the squad. He's, he's, I think he's a socialist by his own definition. And he goes to a door in, I think it's the Cannon Office building, right? He goes to the door. The door won't open. So what does he do? He does what any right-thinking person would do. He pulls the fire alarm. Now, I know what you're saying. Why? Why would anyone do this? Well, as his office tried to explain to America with hilarity, he got to the door and realized that it wasn't working. The door wasn't opening. And he read the sign and the sign didn't make any sense. And and so he thought he was supposed to pull the fire alarm in order to get the door to open. I swear to you, this was his argument. That you needed to pull the fire alarm in order to get the door to open. Now, this isn't true. There were signs, right? All of a sudden, you every every progressive out there, well, the signs were confusing. I don't know why anybody thinks it's a big deal. Of course he wasn't trying to delay the vote. We'll get to that foreshadowing. Oh my gosh, he just, he, he hit the wrong button. There was a sign. Emergency exit only, the sign reads. Push until alarm sounds. Three seconds, literally says three seconds. And then the sign reads, door will unlock in 30 seconds. There's no confusion. You push the door to open, you hold it, you hold the the, the, the button in, right? You hold the door uh, in, push at the door until the alarm sounds. 30 seconds later, the door is going to open up. There's no reason to hit the fire alarm. 
The reason to hit the fire alarm is to try and delay the vote in the House of Representatives. There is no other reason. Now, I can't see into his mind. I do not know what lies in the heart of Representative Jamal Bowman. What I know is if Jamal Bowman's last name was Trump or if he was a Republican, that would be game over. It's all the press would talk about that here comes this congressman interfering with the work of the House. It's January 6th all over again. I believe the same standard should be applied to Jamal Bowman. He interfered with the work of the House. He purposefully, purposefully pulled the fire alarm. The defense of Jamal Bowman has been criminally insane. People have been ridiculous. Oh, it was a very confusing sign. Oh, it was it, it was just an accident. Oh, look, the signs were improper. I don't know what anybody's ab- upset about. But nothing as ridiculous as Representative Ocasio-Cortez. But they're fire, uh, filing a motion of, to expel a member who, in a moment of panic, was trying to escape a vestibule? Give me a break. What moment of panic and what vestibule? He was inside the office building. He was there. He could have walked to another door. He could have done anything. And second, why was he panicked? There was no emergency. He was walking to the vote. He was late. He was late. What was the panic that he was in that he couldn't recognize that it said fire alarm? I cannot think that anybody of a rational mind says, well, it could happen. No, it couldn't. I think people who say that to themselves are lying. They're lying to themselves and they're lying to us to cover for someone's political ideology or cover for their team. And the answer is no. He's got to go. He's got us. He's got to go. That's it. But this brings us to the dumbest thing I've heard all day. It's time for the dumbest thing I've heard all day. Brought to you by sponsor to be named later. It's not just dumb. It's not just really dumb. It's the dumbest thing I've heard all day. Brought to you by sponsor to be named later. I get this 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 tweet, this this post. And I'm not gonna if you follow me, if you follow me, you 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 can find it. I'm not gonna name the the, the, the guy, give him what? Give him popularity? That's not gonna happen. I, I, I had uh, put out on, on the social medias, if Speaker McCarthy and the GOP don't move on a vote to expel Representative Bowman, they deserve nothing. Not your vote, not your money, nothing. Let Democrats explain why this is fine with them. Let America see that progressives don't care about paying the military or funding government. They care about power and destroying their enemies at any cost. Well, I mean, it's very obvious you have this this continuing resolution that will get Republicans off the hook. 
it will allow Republicans to have not shut down government. No, you'd rather government shut down because it's a good political win for you. You talk about funding military families. We don't give a damn about military families. You're like Representative Ocasio-Cortez. She only cares about brown children when there's a Republican in office. When there's a Democrat as president, she doesn't care if little brown children are put in cages. She's fine with it. No photo ops for Representative Ocasio-Cortez as long as a Democrat is in the White House. But it's true. Republicans should move on this immediately. They know what happened. We all see what, we've got eyes. We see what happened. He has to go. Now, someone could argue just remove him from committees. Nah, now you pulled a fire alarm. You caused a panic in any other world. That, by the way, is a criminal offense. You can't pull a fire alarm when there's no fire. Criminal offense, or at least the potential of criminal offense, certainly unethical and expulsion is absolutely on the table. Now, if you say to me, Tony, that sounds extreme. I will say to you without any bit of hesitation, the left has taught me well. The left has taught me that when you respond, you respond with such force that they have to question what the heck just happened. Whoa, whoa, he pulled the fire alarm and he got expelled? Oh, okay, these guys are serious. They decided that a fever dream made up by Hillary Clinton and her team about Donald Trump should lead to impeachment. Sorry. This, the pulling of a fire alarm, was to mess with a vote in the House of Representatives. Expulsion has to be the way it is. I put this out there. The response I get, the dumbest thing I've heard all day. My man, guy actually, girl, I don't know who, wrote my man to me, like somehow uh, I'm their man. Bobert was, uh, I'm going to clean this up, was um, in flagrante delecto in a theater. No one called for her to be expelled. It's funny my pay was never threatened by Dems during my 20 years. You're such a blanking joke, Tony. Now, now I, I ask you right now, uh, what is the difference between the um, activities of Representative Lauren Bobert in a movie theater in Colorado and those of Representative Jamal Bowman in a congressional office building in Washington, D.C. Difference between Lauren Boebert in Colorado in a movie theater and Jamal Bowman in a congressional office building in Washington, D.C. I got this. Ooh, ooh, Mr. Carter, Mr. Carter. Ooh, I, I what? I had to get his attention. Uh, the difference... Uh, you you silly, silly little troll, is that Lauren Boebert was in a movie theater in Colorado and didn't attempt to disrupt a vote of Congress. You could argue with effect, by the way, that her conduct was unacceptable. You could argue censure, but nobody even discussed it. Nobody even discussed expulsion. Never came up. But you can discuss that you find her, her, her conduct questionable, if not just downright immoral. But comparing it to the actions of Jamal Bowman is why we can't have nice things. They're two separate things, and they need to be looked at separately. There's no connecting them. Jamal Bowman committed a crime in any other circumstance and situation. It's, it's a question of geography. In D.C., this is a crime, but it's the capital, so it's not a crime. 
He tried to disrupt a vote. He tried to interfere with the proceedings of the House of Representatives, which I am told based on January 6th is a very bad thing. You want to compare it to Boebert? You're just weird, dude. You can't even be honest with yourself. That is sad. But but me, I have no problem with honesty. I'm 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 down. I'm down with it. Uh, I believe in expelling uh, Jamal Bowman. I believe in getting it done immediately. Now, there's a whole process that you have to go down to expel somebody. You need two thirds of the members and and everything else. You'll note that in my uh, my my uh, little post there, my tweets, my post, whatever they call it now. I didn't say they had to expel him. I said they have to move on a vote to expel. They have to expose this and what he is and what progressives do and how they believe in victory at any and all costs. The ends justify the means. It doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter who gets hurt. It doesn't matter how they lie. As long as they win and their enemy suffers, they're happy. This is progressivism. This is what it is. This is absolutely what it is. It's not because I say so, it's because they say so. I'll use the AOC reference again. When Joe Biden's president, you don't go down to the border, you don't worry about kids in cages. When Donald Trump is president, you do photo ops. You, you, you've, state, you've shown us. You don't have to say the words, you showed us. Doesn't Joe Biden always say, uh, you know, uh, show me your budget and I'll show you what you value? My father always told me, amongst the billion things your father always told you, uh, she's, uh, a man's budget, you look at a man's budget, that'll show you what he, what he values, what he really, really values. You showed us, Representative Ocasio-Cortez, by your actions. And since this action from Jamal Bowman would call for heads on a platter if it was a Republican, then the only clear answer is expulsion. I don't know how it could be seen any other way. The only possible answer is expulsion. So let's get it done. Let's get this finished and complete. Let us start the process. Now I understand needing, I believe, as I said, two thirds of of, of that, or is it three fourths of the house? It's two thirds. It's two thirds of of the house. You're not going to get it. I understand it. Because they'll never look at their own and say, yeah, yeah, you, you screwed up. The last time that happened was Al Franken, Senator Al Franken. They'll never make that mistake again. They will never make that mistake again. So it's not going to happen. You can go for censure. But I say you go for expulsion first. If you can't get it, then you do the censure. Because at least you showed you tried. And you put the left on the record defending these actions. The left does not care. Democrats do not care about funding you military families. They don't care about border security. They don't care about your social security check. They don't care about a food stamp. They don't care if you go hungry or thirsty or die in the streets as long as they have power. Not because I say so, but because they showed you so. The most important thing that the political right can do is share that with America expulsion and also jamal bowman should go what he did is disgusting go for expulsion move down the line i'm tony katz i will categorize this in things i did not expect 
Stevie Nicks got her own Barbie doll. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Um, are you are, are you sure Stevie Nicks is the is the role model you're you're going for? I'm I'm only asking. I'm asking for a lot of friends, a tremendous number of friends. In honor of Stevie Nicks' current U.S. tour, Mattel is celebrating her and uh, and her style with her very own Barbie music collector doll. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I just can't wait for the Lita Ford one. That one's gonna be awesome. Oh, you better believe it. Oh, look at this. Uh, she's got the scarf and the. And, and the tambourine, she's got the 70s hair going, looking a little more Farrah Fawcett than, than Stevie Nicks. Look, 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 you got to be Gen X to even understand what I'm saying. So if you're a millennial or Gen Z, just just do me a favor. Just just keep the radio on and, and just enjoy. Just enjoy the banter, all right? We're, we're talking here about, about the youth. My gosh. What a... St- that's crazy. Now, Mattel's done this before. Gloria Estefan, David Bowie, who could have been wearing the same exact outfit as Stevie Nicks, Elvis Presley, Elton John, and Tina Turner. To an extent, they make more sense. Stevie Nicks? I got nothing against Stevie Nicks. I'm totally down with Stevie Nicks. I'm down with Fleetwood Mac. Love it. Just Barbie? You live long enough. You will see amazing things. Maybe I should just be appreciative that maybe some kids will be exposed to some good music. I'm Tony Katz, and this is Tony Katz Today.